0: Mentor's tip for the week, I receive. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children not born of natural descent, nor of human decision, or of a husband's will, but born of God, John one, eleven through thirteen, the New International Version of the Bible. Many years ago, one Sunday morning, my father and pastor, um, Dr. LaBelle Maxwell, Senior, told me to go to the baby grand piano located at the far end of the pulpit, which is similar in arrangement and distance to Mount Gilead, our church here, our ministry, the ministry here in Richmond, Virginia. And played with the choirs, and the four manual pipe organ was located in the balcony. So, Dad called for the hymn during worship, and so the choirs and congregation in the 2,200 seat sanctuary on our Baptist Church established in 1878, New York City, Harlem, stood up to sing this hymn and worship God. As we all were singing, a lady seated near the front noticed that I did not have a hymn book and piano and so she walked over to the pulpit to hand me hers when i looked and saw her reaching to hand me the hymn book i said oh no thanks i'm fine you know and i thought because god gifted me to play by ear and by music and sheet music as well and so i didn't really need it i thought so the woman said okay and she returned to her seat with the hymn book still In her hand my dad who was standing at the pulpit desk and had seen the the tragic social transaction waited until we got home and asked me about what had happened and of course as a son and his son I was eager to explain thinking that I had done nothing wrong I explained to him that she was being nice but I really didn't need the hymn book because I knew the hymn and could play it by ear and dad listened to me he let me repeat that Dad listened to me, I thought I was right, and he knew I was wrong, but he still listened to me. Listening is always more important than being right, if you can get my point. Dad, listen to me. Thank God our bishop and co-pastor Robertson listened to us and know us individually. The mentoring point is this. If you don't listen, you'll have nothing to say, and people will immediately know it. Dad listened to me and looked at me while he was listening. We now call this active listening. Like, Dad, like God, Dad gave me his full attention, even though he knew I was wrong. But because he listened, looked, and gave me his full attention when he responded, he had... What he gave, which was my listening, my looking, and my full attention. It would have been a second tragedy on top of the first if he had not listened, had not looked, and had not given me his full attention. I had made a mistake, thinking I was doing the right thing and being obedient to what he had asked me to do. And the gospel writer John says that God did not send his son to condemn the world, but that through him the world might be saved. Can God save the world through you? Are you doing all the talking or are you engaged in a perpetual conversation with God? There are men in Mount Gilead and outside of Mount Gilead. They want to be saved. They want to be loved. They want to know they count and are valuable. And so many times our first question is, are you saved? Their first question is, do you see me? Do you hear me? Do you know I'm here? And the Holy Spirit taught me a lesson that day through my father that I'll never forget. My dad listened to me. My dad looked at me. My dad gave me his full attention. Then he played the tape back. So LaBelle. Yes, dad. The lady during morning service today, she was handing you a hymn book. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Well, listen. Notice the instruction that he gave to listen. Whenever, which is, of course, the requiring of universal application, whenever, he said, someone offers you something like this, I know you can play by ear. I know that you're gifted. I know you know all of the hymns. But when somebody gives you something, take it anyway. Dad said, because God works like this, everything is not about what you need. It may well have been that God told her to get up and hand her hymn book to you. You just don't know, do you? You never know. We never know what God is always doing through someone else. I had to repent for thinking it was about me. I know you know how to push. I know you know how to provide, how to sow, how to give, you know... All of these things but how experienced are at, are you at receiving I was just thinking about how many times how many blessings I've turned God down I've turned people back to their seats because I thought I didn't need what they were trying to give me as if it were ever about me the question is for real for real will you give God permission to bless you Will you release that egocentricity so God can do what God wants to do? Yesterday, Saturday, my mighty, courageous, anointed mentees in the Elisha Experience Ministry here at Mount Gilead surprised me for real, for real. We went to Drive Shack, the driving range slash restaurant entertainment center. New Shore Pump Mall in the West End for some fellowship, food, and fun. Three of my favorite things. And it presented me with my first Mont Blanc writing instrument. I did the best I could to express my gratitude and surprise. I, I'm not sure really how well I did. I was overwhelmed. I was grateful. It was like God was saying, see, they really do get it. They really are receiving. When I got home, immediately showed my wife And she began to cry. And then it hit me that I needed to receive because I needed to be reminded that we all need each other. Nobody has all the answers. Nobody knows everything. And receiving is like breathing. I first have to take a breath before I can release one. I can only hold my breath so long and after a short while to keep living, I must take a breath. God wants you to push, to give, to sow, to lead, all of the things we've been taught consciously and unconsciously since the time we came into this world. But God has so designed us to receive. This is not optional. This is mandatory. You have to do it or else you'll live the rest of your life holding your breath while God is holding his It was like I couldn't catch my breath. God was pouring out so much gratitude, faith and love through these men. I just had to flow with it. And all God has to do is breathe on you. Think about it. And the Gospel writer John says this paraphrase, he came but to his own, but some did not receive him. Yet to all of those who did receive him, he gave them the right, the authority to receive. He gave them the power to become the children, the sons, and the daughters of God. And watch this. Not born of natural descent, but born of God. Wow. All you have to do is to receive him. And when he sends you a lady with a hymn book, a child with a picture, they drew with a crayon, take it anyway. Dad, just like our bishop and spiritual father, Bishop Robertson, taught me about little things. They called it pay attention. That's what God has been teaching us. A lot of Christians profoundly gifted have crashed because they paid attention to big things but ignored small things. Mentoring is about making sure you understand that your arrival in big things can only happen through paying attention to the smallest details and allowing the Holy Spirit to connect the dots. Big cannot exist without small, because it won't have anything to compare itself to. But once you can see God in the smallest of things, in the smallest of circumstances, then God can prepare you for the great things that he has always had in store for you. He's just waiting for you to get in position to receive what he had. (laughs) Thank you, Elder Whittingham, assistant. Pastor Mitchell, Elder May, Elder Lynch, and Elder Thompson, and all of you as men of God called mentees for pouring out freely. I'm grateful. I receive. Thank you. Take it anyway, and have a blessed Holy Week, and remember that God loves you, and there's not a single thing you can do to change that fact. Amen.